Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome in, everyone, to a way, way overdue, mad flavor of blurry hysteria. Mr. Cogswell, welcome back to the the fold. Thanks, boys. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, we're excited to have you. It's been a while. Your incarceration was uh, finally, it was swift, but not long, so that's okay. They let me out after I uh, bit too many of the uh, fellow prisoners. <laughs> it's been good. That's a thing? It's been good on my teeth, Damn. too, man. That's the way I sharpen my fangs. <laughs> it's frowned upon, like masturbating on an airplane. You guys know how those things go. That's <laughs> what I went in for. <laughs> it's going great. Yeah, no, thanks, guys. I'm super excited to be back. Um, life has just been a complete uh, shit show, I think is the uh, the medical term for what it's been. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been crazy. Finally in the new place with an actual, like, little nook to record in. So pretty excited. Yeah, you've and moved, yeah, just you were moving for, like, the 19th time in four months. So man, that's not quite true, but it feels right in my head. <laughs> uh, graduate school of any kind is not good for having, like, a stable home life. <laughs> just hmm. not good. I noticed on my second PhD that it really kicked in that way for me as well. I don't know about you, David. <laughs> it's always that second one that kills you, man. It's always that second one. Uh, well, we are here. Uh, not only to celebrate the fact that it's mad blurry stereo one once again, uh, but on Tuesday, May 17th, Congress held its first public hearing on UFOs in more than half a century. So we're not doing our weird stories like we usually do. We're doing one weird story, UFOs, UAPs, and Congress, all three of those things. Well, two are the same. They're very weird. <laughs> U.S. intelligence officials uh, Scott Bray and Ronald uh, Moultrie and members of Congress on both sides of the political aisle, for once, came together uh, to talk unexplained aerial phenomenon, UAPs, because UFOs is a no-no term, it turns out now. Uh, so this was specifically House Intelligence Counterterrorism, Counterintelligence, and Counterproliferation <laughs> Subcommittee, also known as the C3. Uh, they held an open hearing and a closed hearing on unidentified uh, aerial phenomenon, followed by said closed classified briefing that we were not uh, allowed to to dip into. But the open portion of the hearing was live streamed on YouTube via many different channels. And if you go to the link in the show notes, there is one if you want to watch it. <laughs> Chris and I were talking about this before the show started and before you were on here. It was funny. There was a several. He's like, it's the first time I ever watched the C-SPAN YouTube channel. Mm. Because a wow, lot of them yeah. are like, they're throwing in like rock music in the background when it's starting and everyone's talking and stuff. It was a weird, a lot of people were really excited for this. Did you find that, Chris? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's been insanity. You know, mm-hmm. UFO Twitter losing its goddamn mind. Well, that's called a Tuesday, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not really that crazy. But yeah, I mean, you know, I had my uncle, um, my uncle who's, you know, basically a Super Mario brother called me and was like, Chris. <laughs> 
They talk to aliens. Uh-huh. It's going to be great. He goes, like, it's, it's going to be great. It's crazy, man. So he was like, you know, he was he was all excited. And yeah, it's, it's, it's been interesting, though. I mean, the. Hey, Chris, so you think of this as a Lakitu in a cloud or what? <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. Are spiky the turtles. <laughs> yeah. It's it, like getting into it and on these YouTube channels, too. Like some of them were playing, yeah, you know, like rock music at the beginning. It's like, you know, the congressional <laughs> alien time is on. Fucking finally here, assholes. Get ready. Hold your Welcome bus. to C-SPAN. You get the entire yeah. screen, but you only need the. Yes. Dude, yeah, and then it comes in and it's like, you know, Adam Schiff picking his nose being like, you know, so do we have Malcolm, any... Malcolm, is everyone everyone here? Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's absolutely <laughs> crazy, right? Working? But but it's pretty it's pretty exciting, though. There was some really yeah. cool stuff there, some real shade thrown at some of the yeah. UFO people. Oh, man, yeah, it was kind of the back and forth, and for not... For once, it wasn't across the aisle. It was... So, real quick, just to get everyone up to speed, they addressed the need to protect aviators and to ensure adversaries hadn't developed breakthrough weapons, uh, but they stress that they had nothing that would suggest it's anything non-terrestrial in origin, and they cautioned against conspiracy theories, then they kind of went against that, which I'll get into later on. What did we learn from this? In a nutshell, not fucking much. <laughs> no, uh, unless, you're, unless you're already you know, elbows deep into UFO stuff. Mm-hmm. You didn't learn a whole, whole lot. It's not comforting, but it's also not surprising. Was it to you? Did you? No, not yet? really. I mean, it was, it, well, there was some interesting stuff there. So mm-hmm. for example, we had, there's stuff. In, so we learned things from what they didn't or wouldn't say. And we also learned things from their responses to some questions. Right. You know, so we had, for example, there were questions. I mean, first off, we learned that they don't know how to work. VLC media player. Uh, you know, is this the they, slide we're looking for? You went past it. Jesus you, you Christ, that up? man. Like, honestly, as a as a page or whatever, you got to learn that shit. Like, that happens in every courtroom and every one of these hearings. I was waiting for Clicky to come up. I was like, it looks like you're trying to address Congress. It needs some help. It was help. crazy. It was, one, it was one of those situations where if you were in the room, you would have screamed like, get away from the computer. It just would have done it yourself. It was just crazy, right? But some of the stuff, like, it was interesting. I think most people were pretty... So first off, you're watching it, and you know one of the first things that that happens is in um in the original uh, or in the opening remarks by Andrew uh, Andre Carson, um he mentions Mufon and Jeremy Corbell, mm-hmm. and you know, and so you're just sitting there like ah shit, yep. this isn't gonna go great, you know. Mm-hmm. But then like one of the first things that they do. Uh, Bray shows this video that Corbell put out of a triangle, you know, what he claimed were triangular craft. Mm-hmm. And Mick West, of course, was like, it's Boca. It's just the way that the camera lens picks up the light. Mm-hmm. You know, they show that video and, and they're like, hey, by the way, this is Boca. Mick West is right. And like, you know, yeah. skeptical Twitter, the, 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 Confetti came down from the ceiling and people were like, oh, shit. <laughs> well, it was interesting. You know, so they asked him, did you, in that specific one, I was like, have you researched this? Like, no, but other independent people have. Then after that, Ben Hansen uh, was like, yeah, that was me. I used yeah. my, I used my, uh, you know, night vision goggles and did like a real cheap uh, thing that I could easily debunk it. But I really want the government to be like, yeah, we did this ourselves. We didn't take it off of some dude off of Twitter. Well, the thing, so the thing <laughs> is that though, but that's the thing, right? Is that was the way that Twitter took it, but it's not just that, right? The the camera manufacturers do studies like this all the time. But they didn't um, say that they did that. They 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 referenced his specific 
uh, uh, research into it. That no, was the- they didn't. They didn't specifically say it was him. They said that they had what they said was that they have seen other studies. Okay, let me put it this way. He said that he said that they had, that it was specifically him. Yeah, yeah. But, well, yeah, Ben did. So the other thing though is that there was a portion of this that I thought was the part that I found to be the most interesting, at least, was the part uh, the questions from. Um, so first off, there were insane questions from Mike Gallagher from Wisconsin, a Republican from Wisconsin, which I mean I don't think they were insane. Know. I think they were they were direct and pointed, which showed that they had no idea what they were even talking about. But see, now that's interesting, right? The way that I viewed it was they were dismissive not that they had no idea what they were talking about, that they were dismissive of UFO mythology. Well, I don't know sense. that that's mythology right. because if you look at, so what we're talking about real quick, we're getting a little bit ahead, but so this, the, the Malmstrom air force base, UFO missile incident, it's back in 67, uh, 10 nuclear missiles deactivated by UAP or a red glowing orb, whatever you want to call it. Uh, the commander of the flight told Congress of the incident. Members have said that they didn't know about it and they only had anecdotal information. Uh, the data was not within the holdings of the UAP task force, but that's kind of total bullshit because the intelligence information reports were written and submitted about the incident and they've been released through the freedom of information act. So there has at least been intelligence reports on that. As you said, Mike Oliver pressed them. He said, high vis incident out there um, about this uh, in the ether and reports are available. How do you, you not look into this? And they responded that it had uh, not been officially brought to their attention. And Gallagher responded with, how would it be officially brought to your attention? I'm bringing it to your attention. This is pretty official. <laughs> they yeah. said some authority kind of, figure which, would need to request it. Yeah, well, which was sort of funny. So the way that I saw that or the way that I heard that was basically it was not of official interest to anyone bringing them information. And that point. is total bullshit, though, because the – the, uh, the the there's freedom of information acts that looked into it that shows that they've already researched this. Right. But they also researched like Roswell, right. And blue book and these other things. That's what I'm saying. But I they, think that but they said that, that nothing that happened before 2004. Are they looking into? Yes. You, so so you, I think that they put all of that stuff right now into the same bucket as Roswell. That's you, what I'm saying. Do you like that approach that, that the world started in 2004 and all that money that ATIP and everything else had our taxpayers' money went into then is just thrown in the floor and and these guys that they acted like they'd never even heard of these things? Like, I think I, it comes down good. to a later answer that they gave, right? So there was a question from um there's a question from Darren LaHood, a Republican from Illinois, mm-hmm. who asked um he said, quote, so Obviously, this topic of UAPs has attracted a lot of interest in people that are curious about this, this hearing today. As we talk about, and I would say there's a lot of what I call amateur interest groups that are involved in the UAP field. My <laughs> question is, when there are unsubstantiated claims or manufactured claims of UAPs or kind of false information that's put out there, what are the consequences for people that are involved with that or groups that are involved with that? And so Moultrie responded, uh, quote, so one of the concerns that we have is that there are a lot of individuals and groups that are putting information out there that could be considered to be somewhat self-serving. We're trying to do what's in the best interest of one, the Department of Defense, and two, what's in the best interest of the public to ensure that we can put factual based information back into the mainstream and back into the bloodstream of the reporting media that we have. So you know who understand that, what's there. You know who that shade was thrown at? 
Oh, that's I mean, hundred percent thrown at Lou Elizondo and Bigelow and all of the crazy the the, the TTSA that well, I would even put it more on the even less Elizondo, but more on the the Bigelow and those those cats that are very much self serving. Yeah. So and so what they say here. This is the final part of the quote here that I think is interesting here. And anything that diverts us off of what we have with the resources that have been allocated to us sends us off in the spurious chases and hurts and hurts uh, and hunts that are just not helpful. And they also help that. Well, they also contribute to the undermining of the confidence that the Congress and the American people have that we are trying to get to the root cause of what's happening here, report on that, and then feed that back into our national security apparatus. So, what uh, the way I almost viewed this was, and this is kind of what we've heard from them too, in, in background and everything else, is look, there's a tremendous amount of UFO history and mythology out there. A lot of that has been completely tainted by other groups and other narratives coming in, and then the media running with it and whatever. But how do We're, they know that unless these people specifically looked into it? Because they didn't say they've looked into any. But of it. what other data is there? What right? What, if if all they all, have a, is the a si- thousand points of data that they said they not even they said they never even heard of it. If all they have though is the anecdotal report from a single person, but right? that's but we know that's not true because Freedom of Information Act says that's not true. We know that's not true in this case, right? right? So, but then but, like, we can't. So yeah. We, so no. So this. So that's one that they should be looking at, right? Like, don't get me wrong. Like, there are cases that they should be looking at that have more information than this, right? Or or, or that have. Um, there are cases that they should be looking at there, but I think the issue is like what they're trying to do, essentially, as far as I can understand it, is base their study on sensor data, on witness testimony if it exists. And also on other data that maybe is out there. So they're trying to go for three approaches, right? Or kind of a three-pronged strategy, it seems to me. In cases like this from the past, it's really hard to have the same standards in place of study and understanding, right? Like when you start a study of something, when you start a study, a new scientific study to look at a a new type of phenomenon or a new type of sociological phenomenon or whatever, you don't go back a, a hundred years into the data to use data that other people collected. Right, you have to start collecting your own data usually. Right. Um, do you the, believe the that they're doing the, the scientific stuff? Hold on. Do you believe these two guys, which are the bolt? That's it. These are the guys are using the scientific method Brent, and looking into these what, things. What two guys? Just to catch me, Bray up. What, what and and Moultrie. Okay. Um, I I just I I think you're giving them a lot of of uh cre- credit where i don't know if the credits do or not i guess is what i'm trying to say so all well, i can yeah so all i can say hold I on guess david is, did you have something Real yeah quick, go ahead for it. sorry we're, we're, we're arguing no, i mean <laughs> i i'm with uh chris on this like it, it the farther back you go the less i think um the less you can count on whatever they did because you would at least hope that um things have tightened up and, and controls have gotten a little bit better as as the years progress whereas you know if you go with project blue book or something these guys were showing up to people's houses saying what'd you see okay that sounds crazy we'll write it down but you're crazy bye kind of thing and kind of dismissive of that Mm -hmm. you would hope that they they've maybe picked a time to where they're like okay we've got at least better controls in these experiments and the data that we can rely more on maybe they're not perfect but they're probably better than what was done in the 60s and 70s. Right. But here's uh, my thing. We know that Blue Blue Book ended then. We know that ATIP came much later. 
We also know they didn't stop looking into these things. They just told us they did. And the only information that we have is what they've given out. So we're assuming they didn't do the due diligence, but I don't know if that's the truth or not because we don't know the truth. I think that's the problem in most of these things in my mind is we can't take what's set at face value of anything that the intelligence community gives us. See, so, but that's the that's the challenge, that's different, right? I think yeah, that's, that's a, a different, different argument view. though. Yeah. Yeah. So the thing the the challenge here, right, is that and this is the kind of interesting thing, right? Again, I I kind of have no like I have no there's I, I'm not naive enough to think that they're telling us everything in these hearings, right? But on the other hand, you have for years now UFO people claiming if we give the intelligence field a chance, if we work with them, if we make them do this stuff, they're going to come forward with this information. It's going to be great, whatever. Like, I don't think we should be getting answers about this from the government in the first place, right? This is not, I don't think that it's the kind of thing that fits in like, you know, I said it on, I think I said it on Facebook, like you don't have a religious experience in the DMV, right? Like, I, I don't think you're going to get answers about these sorts of cosmic questions from a government hearing. But mm. if we're to trust Elizondo, and if we're to trust these other people that the intelligence community is going to give this, you know, if we give it a chance, it's going to work, whatever, because they want to be with the intelligence community doing this, right? Elizondo desperately wants to be back in this field doing this kind of stuff, it seems to me. Then if they come out and say, this is what we have, right? And they even said in this in this hearing that this is they consider what they're doing now the first serious effort to investigate this of any kind mm -hmm. that the government has done, Right. That's what they consider. This is the first serious investigation of any kind. And they mentioned that there are – when they answered Gallagher, they mentioned there are anecdotal stories. There are individual cases where something seems to have happened that maybe someone in government has investigated, but it's never been formalized. It's never been standardized. It's never been done in a, system, in a systemic way. Do you really believe that? I mean, what else? Either we, well, believe, in, either we believe in conspiracy theories that, that know they're lying to us again or we take them at their word. Like, at what point do them coming forward? Like, I guess what I'm saying is. All right, Brent, then I'll say sure. this. I don't believe them. And I, so I'll take that conspiracy. Yeah. So I do not believe like, that like, they. I do the, not believe. Biggest, Go ahead, Dave. The biggest sorry. takeaway, though, is is that I think it's it's moving us in the right direction, at least. I hope so. Like, it's, it's yeah, at maybe. least <laughs> getting. Well, yeah, it's getting more mainstream with talking about it, which I think is the only thing we can really hope to well, get out of that's this. Important, right? I that's important. Yeah, I was what. Real quick, no, I was ahead, watching Brent. before late night on um, the late night shows before this, like on Monday, and they're like, and tomorrow they're going to be talking before Congress and the crowd's laughing and snickering and ha ha ha. That's still the the position of, of most people on these things. <laughs> At least I said, I liked that they said in this that they wanted to move away from that and make it a real thing. But they also said they're going to sure. work with civilian organizations and I hope they will. I don't know if they will. Is that code for MUFON then? It seems almost certainly like right? that's code for MUFON. That's who they mentioned. Like they mentioned the Galileo them. Project and these other kind of, you know, the other the thing that's interesting, I think, is um, one of the things that was really interesting to me in this was they were really careful to say there's not like there are special UAP sensors we have, right? We just have sensors yeah. that collect data. Mm -hmm. So, you know, part of this is like, what are we? What are we supposed to do? Just release all of our intelligence capabilities to the world? Because right, they can't. hundred yeah, people. Can't. Yeah, yeah, right. Like a hundred people out of a thousand want to know if we've seen aliens. Like, no, we haven't. Stop being dumb, right? Like that's that's part of that kind of. I think 
Like, I honestly think it's still pretty dismissive kind of what they're saying in some ways. But then also too, like if I had my druthers, they like, I don't, I, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like if you had asked us 10 years ago, if we had done this 10 years ago and we had said in, in 10 years, would you want there to be another government effort to study UFOs? I don't, I wouldn't have said yes. Yeah, right. And that's been my whole, like, that's been the whole thing that we've been saying against like Elizondo and them. It's like, I don't want the government to collect data on UFOs and shit. Like, I don't think it's a government thing, but when they're buzzing their planes and their ships and they're following them and stuff, you don't think that they like they're going be. to, but the whole, well, like the whole reason that you don't, the whole reason Brent, for example, that like you don't trust them to do this is because you think that in the past, the government has used control of this narrative and this well, story. The government in the past has secret. poisoned people, has killed people, has, yes. has, has yeah, literally that, that, injected saying, our right? own like, people. These aren't conspiracy theories. But at the same theories. time, these are at facts. the same time, they're kind of, the ultimate authority on this, right? Not not in sense of knowledge about it, but in the sense that if the government says there's aliens, and then I think we all have to kind of accept that, right? Right. But it's just a, it's such a weird it's such a weird thing though, right? It's kind of like because like Brent, I agree with you, right? Like I 100 percent agree with you. All that shit happened. Um, the it's it, the way like Marie and I talk about it on the show all the time. It's almost like when like punk rock culture got co opted by the Banana Republic to become hot topic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Like it's kind of the same thing, right? Like the government By the literal store Banana yeah. Republic. <laughs> yes. Like the you know, it's uh this is like Hollister selling um you know, I don't know, Abercrombie uh, stuff. Yeah, like like it's this the whole history has been don't trust the government. They're not good actors on this. They lie, they they intimidate people, they do all this other stuff whatever. And then one government guy comes out and is like I believe in UFOs and UFO Twitter is like, oh, you know, control me, daddy. Let's do this. Right. Like, <laughs> it's crazy. Which know? is interesting because um, Chris actually has control me, daddy, uh, as a lower back tattoo. tattoo. Yeah. Tattooed on me right now. Yeah. I love it. You know, um, it, it's it's a very interesting kind of switch that's happened here. And so, you know, do I think that these this group of people is going to find answers about this? Like, fuck no, dude. Of course they're not. It's it's not an answer that ha- it's not a question that has an answer until fucking aliens come down and are like, what's up, man? We've well, been that's what it's going to take. It's going to take a grand yeah. gesture for yes. even if the, well, like what David just said. That's what I'm saying. That, that yeah. yeah. If yeah. they came forward and said it's true, well, we would need that's to believe them. That's what we've all been kind of waiting but for, then right? Would you, like that's the ultimate, uh, that's the ultimate confirmation. But people don't believe everybody. what the government tells them anyway. So, right. It's, it's going to yeah, take it's, the, it's a paradox, right? It's, yeah, it's. <laughs> It's a I guess it makes prophecy, me right? angry because when they say, trust us, we're the government, my inner things start twitching like, no, no, well, no, no, yeah. you know, let's, of let's course. do this. Let's go to break real quick. When we come back, let's argue some more. Cause it's fun. <laughs> 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 it's coming up uh, after the break on mad blurry hysteria. Nation, what difficulties did you have with learning a new language in school or whenever you did it? Did you do it through textbooks or did you try to use some weird online thing? I know I took two years in high school and two years in college and I knew nothing. And that's because I wasn't using something like what we have been blessed to have as a longtime sponsor and we use it. Rosetta Stone, they're the most trusted language learning program and it's available on desktop or as an app. And the reason why I enjoy doing it 
it immerses you in the language you want to learn instead of just being silly drills and a class you can sleep through. <laughs> I definitely use it. I, I think it's really cool how they have the speech recognition program on there. It gives you the feedback on the pronunciation. Are you making fun stuff. of me because I can never do that? That's what you're getting at right now. That's <laughs> what it, it's like. What are you trying to do? Do it right. <laughs> Uh, but it is really cool. They've got all kinds of lessons. You can do it uh, offline. You don't even have to be online for it. That is great because it's right there in your pocket or at your home and you can do it. You got 15 minutes. Let's go to town. Let's do it. You know, and mm-hmm. it's amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages available for any trips. You need language in life. You need to brush up on stuff. Maybe you just met a girl or a guy or a non-binary and they're from uh, somewhere else. Someone, you know, who knows? Well, if they're in the one of the 25, Rosetta's going to work for you. And <laughs> you get lifetime access to all of that. And there is a 50% offer. So it is a steal. So don't put off learning language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Hysteria 51 listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for that 50% off that I just told you about. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today, a today. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. So they said a lot of things. One of the ones that I liked that really caught me is um, just some of the talking points they were talking about. They said, what about USOs? And they said, we'll talk about that in the closed session. That was, that is something interesting. You know, there's aliens in the water. They're hanging out with Nessie. That was exciting. The problem was there was a lot of that. We'll talk about in the closed session. And I guess the, um, you know, like you said, if you got your brother who you would love to be a fly on the wall, but you know, this also isn't really, they're not, they didn't shut the doors and go, okay, we got the sheeple out of here. Uh, everyone <laughs> just rode, put your key yeah. in here. We're all going to go have sex with the, the insert, whatever alien race. You guys ever seen the movie, the abyss? Yeah. <laughs> Get in yeah. here. <laughs> There's nothing like that. I thought what was kind of crazy. So Krishna Murthy had some really good questions, I thought, too, right? Asking, like, mm-hmm. just directed things, right? Have we had a collision? Have we ever shot guns at these things? Right. right. Have we ever tried to say to them, like, hey, we're humans? Well, they said they've never even tried to communicate with them, which yeah. I yeah. always yeah. thought was nuts. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is nuts. I, mean, I yeah, saw You always kind of, you encounters. always hail them, right? Like, even Star Trek. It's right. Like- yeah, that, <laughs> right. That, that was actually, it was funny. When I was hearing that questioning in my head, I was like, do I like maybe? I mean, I don't know that much about like being a fighter pilot, obviously, right? Like, you it's know, my just like Star Trek. To that. Yeah, uh, just but like. exactly, right? Like, I was like, isn't it like Star Trek? Like, don't they like shoot them, you know, don't open they a channel to a, communication? A, a hail? Yeah. yeah. I, I felt like um, maybe Bray and Moultrie weren't exactly ready for this. They did a lot of looking at one another. Like, uh, what do I say? Well, you know what I mean? And I get it because there was a lot of, well, but hey, Moultrie's on our side. He goes to sci-fi conventions, yuck, 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 and he doesn't always dress up, you right, know. Right. The the, the other human, thing, the other thing that was they kind of said that though, for those that didn't watch it, trying to I guess humanize him, but it just came off as like pandering and and dumb. 
Yeah. yeah. The, the other thing that came up here too was, that was kind of interesting was, um, they asked if they had any wreckage mm-hmm. and they specifically said any wreckage we've ever seen is terrestrial. Yeah. We can tell it's terrestrial. Right. And that was kind of, I think the more that's like coming away from this too. Like, I don't know when I came away from this and I'm, I'm biased, right. Cause like, you know, I, I I'm biased. I'm, I'm skeptical of this stuff. Um, I don't the think the government this. should be involved in this necessarily. Like whatever. Yeah. Right. Just cause I, I, again, I think that this is more of like a psychic religious type phenomenon. Maybe. Um, wait, what? <laughs> well, like, well, so, okay. So Flora, it's funny actually. So my, my view on this is really shifted. I guess I'd say over time. Right. When I first got involved in this, I thought for sure that this was like a physical thing or that there are shifts coming here. Maybe we should we should be able to analyze them, whatever. Today, I'm I'm kind of more on the side of like, not that necessarily there's like psychic powers or whatever out there, but more that like this is a sub this seems to be a subjective experience. So are you going to go out in the fucking desert and and make them appear with oh stuff. i did peyote. with i already did peyote it's 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 happened already right now no but but me. seriously though like i i don't know like i i kind of think that if this is a if it is a real thing there might be craft out there or whatever clearly we're seeing stuff happen that they can't explain sometimes but they said they had 11 near misses on our mm. on our our sh- aircraft like that's effing crazy right what, what does that mean like almost that, collisions, like literally like they had to do maneuvers to not get hit yes. or, or they were buzzed so close that like, you know, it was considered they shot near, themselves. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Which is super interesting, you know? Sure. Yeah. And the other thing, but still though, you know, this is, a, it's the most interesting stuff. I don't think and the stuff that makes this so interesting to me, at least is not the stuff that's going to come from again, a government sensor someplace, right? Like I want to hear people's stories, dude. People have weird shit happen to them. That's fascinating. I know what the answer is, but that's the stuff I'm interested in. Well, right? that's, and that's, there's plenty of that out there. I, I, I don't begrudge anyone for going down that road. And we got a lot of people that are doing that, but I also don't, when, when it is in our skies, I think that they have a, a duty to, to look at real quick. I want to talk on one thing too. Uh, they talked about in the thing was blue force or blue on blue, which was a term yeah, that, yeah. you know, some people might not know about. Very so if you go watch it, uh, <laughs> blue force means like friendly technology. We are allies have developed it. They said that during the meeting, these are not a blue force technology. What they're seeing that they can't describe yet is not ours, even secret. And it's not from our allies, but they also say it's not adversarial technology. That's an interesting yeah, it's uh, stuff claim. That, that is doing stuff that nobody can do. Right. And remember, right. they said China and Russia have UAP programs and are looking into the same things. So they're like, in summation, it's not ours. It's not from our allies. And it's not from our adversaries. So what the hell is it? Well, you know, if well, that's so true, that they the have other, no idea. That that's scary. That was the other interesting thing, though, if you're kind of more on the skeptical side. Um, when they... Someone asked about, I think it was, I think it was a Krishnamurthy. It was so, someone asked about what, per, what exactly do you mean when you say that these are mostly physical objects? Like what the hell mm-hmm. does that mean? Right. right. Cause they keep saying it's mostly physical objects. And what, what Bray kind of came out and said essentially was, um, most represent physical objects, but there are some that maybe are meteorological phenomena. Mm-hmm. That might be a sensor error that might be oh. dot, dot, dot. Right. So 
that's the other part of this that's kind of hard to like they're using very technical language that I don't think means what we necessarily that in the could public totally do. put you in the weeds when they say mostly like that and yes, you start exactly. thinking like oh was there this or that and the other you're like no I meant like exactly so they're yeah. they're almost like it's it seems to me that they what they're trying to do with this really and that was one of the interesting parts too was Darren LaHood asked what are the consequences for people spreading misinformation about national security issues like this mm-hmm. you know which kind of like again. If you listen to our show, if you listen to me talk, you know, rant on this show, that's what we've been saying since day one is like, be fucking careful what you wish for, UFO right. community, because yeah. you're going to get government involved and they're going to be like, hey, you probably shouldn't Shut be up. lying yeah. <laughs> about national security shit on the fucking history channel, right? <laughs> so that was kind of interesting, right? Have there been legal consequences for this? Um, what are, should there be, should there be legal consequences for lying about national security issues that came up here? And it, I think it's honestly going to be taken fairly seriously, potentially. Of course, then they're going to have to um, prove that they're lying. And so that opens up a whole new can of worms. But then you got the government, like in the nineties, when people are getting sick out at area 51 and the government just goes, well, we're not going to testify. You're wrong. We're not telling you why. Go ahead and die. Well, that's the, that's the interesting thing though, right? If they have, for example, like now this, now this video that they put out that said, this is Boca, this is, this is uh camera distortions or whatever mm-hmm. right if corbell then goes out and says no that's bullshit these are triangular ufos that we don't we can't explain with our national security apparatus and are a threat to our national security right at what point does that stop being just someone being an idiot to it being like yelling fire in a crowded theater right and i'm all for the powers that be that we know are full of bs you can insert whoever in your mind you think that is and you're right uh or wrong it doesn't matter um i'm all i'm all for that because there's too many people profiteering um and also the problem is like they talked about to me or this is what i worry about and and i'd love to hear what you guys think when they said we're going to start working with civilian organizations as soon as someone gets in on it then they're in on it and they don't share any of their information and I feel like a lot of these organizations just like, I want to be in on the secret and I'm not going to share it. And I don't think that's the answer to this issue. Does that make sense? What I'm saying? Yeah, I, no, I totally agree. I don't, you know, they mentioned in the hearing, they mentioned how important like transparency is for all this, you know, and that's yeah. something I think is definitely true. You know, light is the best disinfectant. It's the best way of transparency is a good way of stamping down conspiracy theory and misinformation from spreading right because it's either lack of transparency or incompetence and you yes. hope it, you don't know yes. which it is and uh, so and at least if it's incompetence you can there's a you know a trail incompetence leaves a trail you know what i mean <laughs> um so you know if if for example um we look at the cases that they they investigated or whatever and find that they haven't looked at you know the vast majority of interesting cases that people are maybe interested in that might be something to look at but that's you know, another part of this I think is really a real risk here is not just them like in any study garbage in gives you garbage out, you yeah. know? So if they're working with groups like MUFON or if they're looking at these old cases that are, that have all this mythology around it or whatever, that's part of, again, to go back to that answer earlier, I think that's partly why they're trying to be so careful and build uh, standards of evidence for what gets even looked at. And they mentioned that too, at the end, um, uh, a congressman from Vermont asked asked that kind of question, like, "How do you keep to good data that's not you know mm-hmm. crazy and whatever?" Um, 
you know, if they're not really careful about what they bring into this study and then it doesn't matter what they release to the public anyways, because mm-hmm. whatever they release is going to be garbage because garbage came in. It's based mm-hmm. on garbage, you know? Um, so I don't know. That's my take on it. Like, I, I do think they, they need to, I don't know. I, 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 I yeah, I don't know, man. Well, it's hard. Moultrie it's a hard said they're open to all to, to any and all hypotheses. And he said, I enjoy the challenge of what may be out there. <laughs> How far yeah. out there? We don't know. Uh, it's an interesting way. Uh, do you uh, do you guys think that the extraterrestrials have already invaded the government, and <laughs> that's why we keep sliding into like this fascist hellscape? <laughs> I like that Flora is always there to really ground us. You know, <laughs> oh, let really me bring good. you boys back down here. <laughs> it's really good. Uh, well, that's the f- that's the funny thing with this shit, right? Is you know, again, even if the government did come out and say like, yeah, we have aliens, we've been talking to a man, like, you know, here's one right now. There would be people like hey, Alex Jones would be on the fucking radio saying it's a false flag, right? right. That alien's a paid actor. Um, you know, <laughs> for for again, for the people that are spreading their kind of self serving stories, like they mentioned this hearing like the government getting involved in this and and becoming a place where there's maybe useful information on this that really hurts them um and maybe not in the way that like again ufo conventions are going to happen regardless right the history right. channel is going to keep pumping out crap like that stuff's going to keep happening hell we spoke at one <laughs> but what right. but what, <laughs> but what uh, right yeah they they had us that's fucking crazy <laughs> um but you know the what what'll happen, I think, is like what happens with other scientific studies or scientific ideas that become mainstream before they were, right? So like bird watching is actually kind of a funny case like this. Bird watching and naturalism in general used to be something that like kids did with their mothers and their nannies yeah. in the Victorian era, you know? And so it used to be really accessible and something that a lot of people did and everything else. And then it became a serious science and suddenly it was of course like all male dominated because at the time that was what science looked like. Right. It was old white dudes. Um, at the time, <laughs> at the time, still today, right. uh, you know, that is, so it's kind of an interesting thing. Like, again, I think the, the idea of like UFO disclosure, the idea of like getting these answers from the government, I don't, it's, it's the dog chasing the car, right? They finally caught it now. And I don't think it's going to be what they want. Well, that's (laughs) the point. And then, like you said, you could get, they could say exactly in your mind what you want to hear. And you're still going to go, I don't know, you know, (laughs) or, or really, or, or it's the government. There's no right answer to what it is because it is the government. And for lack of a better word, we're all gun shy or should be. And so that's an acceptable thing. And I don't know. And I like what you said. I don't, you don't love that the government is involved, but then the outside players haven't been really great either. So what's the answer? That's, Servitude to our alien overlords, I think is the only answer. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, that, that's what I was saying earlier. It's, it's the ultimate, uh, uh, double-edged sword is the, the government is the ultimate authority on it. And you want them to say, yes, this is true. You want them to say what you want to hear, but at the same time, 
they don't have a great track record of being trustworthy. And then, so let's say they do say, yes, aliens are real. Then you're like, great. That's what everybody's been waiting for. What else are you hiding? You know, well, like, right, when does because it stop? of, mm-hmm. well, then you've been lying to us for how long? That's the next logical thing. And everyone goes, oh, and rinse and repeat for all eternity. Mm-hmm. That's why I said, or who said, I don't know which one of you said it, <laughs> uh, it wasn't me, that we need the grandiose, uh, you know, uh, landing on the proverbial White House lawn White type House thing, lawn. you yeah. know? Yeah, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to be satisfied until I see JFK's head. <laughs> In a jar. Or, that's what people- Or Nixon really, be elected president of Earth. Well, that was, the, that was the other interesting thing, right, is if you followed the social media chatter on this- People really wanted, and like I, I even engaged in some of this because it was pretty funny, right? But you know, people wanted there to be, people wanted it to come, people wanted at the end of it for them to be like, UFO Twitter wins, skeptics get fucked, <laughs> right? Or the other way, right? Skeptics win, UFO Twitter get fucked. Like that's what people wanted to happen. Um, and of course, that's not what happened. They gave a little bit for UFO Twitter to be happy about, a little bit for skeptics to be happy yeah, about. I, I thought what like happened was exactly what I anticipated. Which was yeah. not much, but a, a not dangling much. of a carrot. Yeah, exactly. Like very, you know, not very much, little... but at least there's a conversation. Yeah, yeah. Right? And, and I think the at the end of the day, what we probably will learn from this task force is going to be very little, because, like you said, Flora, although the government becomes the the government when they put government money towards something, it be, becomes real. It makes it more real. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that misinformation doesn't keep spreading. Right. And, it, mm-hmm. and and honestly, in the world of the internet, I don't even think that they're – like the government is not – there being a single source of information, that's like no, no longer true, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, the government's been funding research into climate change for 40 years now. You know what I mean? There's still huge portions of the electorate that don't believe in it. So, yeah. you know, I think it's a – um it's going to be interesting to see what happens, but you know, you, you said going back to what the first part you said, you know, you don't think um, a lot will come of this. I don't think a lot. I don't think we'll know a lot from this. I don't know that a lot won't come from this. That's why mm-hmm. they do uh, closed door sessions and things. No, like yeah, that. that's true. That's true. But you know, at least for the first time in fifty years, we're talking about it. So yeah. uh, there is that. You know, we can't overlook at least that little bit right there. Yeah, one thing I do want to say to you before we close off here is because uh, I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm doing the Midwest goodbye thing where we keep coming to a good point where we'll end and then I'm like, <laughs> yeah, but anyways, <laughs> um, you know, they, the Mike Gallagher introduced into the record the Wilson notes. Yeah, the that Wilson was BS. Davis notes. Yeah. You know, so now like, there's <laughs> all sorts of alien autopsies and things now are in yes, the official record. It's, uh, it, that's, that stuff is like pure conspiracy dumpster fire fodder Mm. like that's crazy right that i think is the real risk here and that's why you know again they're (laughs) like that like the will the wilson listen bring eric davis to the fucking congress and make him testify under oath in front of the american Mm -hmm. people like let's do it right right? if we're gonna do this let's do this right get stephen greer get all the ufo (laughs) people to come in front of this 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 committee and testify about what they know and what they don't know right like that is hilarious i think would be a great idea let's do it speaking of um 
Rep Tim Burchett from uh, Burchett. I don't know how to say, say his name. Oh, yeah. From Tennessee. He said, it's a cover-up by the military, and the only thing he learned is that the cover-up will continue. <laughs> yeah. So, guess what? Yeah, we learned uh, a nothing. We're all still... I don't think our, we changed our minds in any way, shape, or form off of this, other than got angry at the fact that uh, they did exactly what we thought they were going to do. <laughs> God bless America. So uh, thank you guys for listening. This has been Mad Blurry Hysteria once again, and we will see you next time. Meeting adjourned. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.